0: Welcome to Blighty Day Fiancé. It's not just us today. Um, there's me, as usual. I'm Robin. Hello. And Michelle is there, my wife. She's American. I'm British. Say hi.
2: Hi. <laughs> 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 it's
0: very nervous. It was very nervous. We should be nervous. Uh, we should be nervous. This is, um, <laughs> this is part two. Um, you might have already heard part one, which was over on... The Reality Gaze feed, uh, because this week we're doing a wonderful collaboration, a collab with Reality Gaze with Jake and Matty Poodle and Matt. I just switched your nicknames and your real names. That's around. fine. It's That's fine. Fine. I'm going to say hello to them Shall I say hello, boys and girls? Hello, Reality Gaze
1: hello it's so good to be here on Blinded A eh, Beyonce <laughs> hello
3: Robin hello Michelle. <laughs> that's, a different, that's a different type now this is what I need to know yeah. can we cuss on your show or not oh yes. fuck yeah Okay, this yes. yeah, poodle absolutely. is going to cuss no matter what. He's literally been on the live show, and I said you can't cuss, and he's like, and then he fucked his fucking asshole and starfish and quaked, and I you went, you know, okay. you know.
1: Here's the thing: when I know I can't do something, even though I know I can't do it, there is an there is an inner feeling in me that wants to do it. Ten times as much. Like we will a never problem. be
3: on live TV. Because we can't. We would get on ABC, and then Jake would say, "And yeah," and then he fucking felched all over me, and we would get banned <laughs> for
1: life. <laughs> and Robin Roberts would say, "What's felching?" Oh, and, no. and and oh, then I, and, and then and then then I would then, then the, <sighs> the producer was like, no, "No, no, no." Robin Roberts knows she played sports. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thank you all for having us, Robin and Michelle. Thank you for having
0: us. You're welcome. None of our local British listeners have got a clue who that person is. And isn't that just one of the wonderful cultural divides we have?
1: Uh, Robin Roberts. Yeah. Yeah. Robin Roberts. is, Yeah. She's a, yeah, it's true. (laughs) true. Uh, Um, Like, like we don't, like, we don't know who, um, we know, we know who Graham Norton is. Uh, but like, all the presenters who you guys talk about and like a lot of comedy shows we'll talk about presenters like we're like we're supposed to know who they are. And I'm like, yeah, I think that's a British
0: joke. We do export quite a lot of ours. We exported Corden, yeah. and we're very sorry about that. Um sadly we think he's coming back. <laughs> he's your problem which,
3: now. Yeah. yeah. Well so he's problem. not. Why is it that like I don't have a problem like I like James Corden, but Brits hate him. I hate him. Yeah. Everyone hates him. <laughs> So he he may be coming back over there because his contract is over. (laughs) His show is over. And his producing team is one of the most powerful
1: producing teams in the world right now. He also ruins every musical film he's in. Uh, Yeah, it's... Him and the Prom, which I don't, I don't recommend watching oh, no. in, in any way. Oh, no. But him and the Prom, uh, no, no, he, this is not. actually
3: West End Corner. Jake. It's, it's this is West Poodle
1: End, End, End Corner. Oh no, it's not. Uh, he actually took a. Sh- the movie is already a big pile of shit, and he ar- he like crapped diarrhea on it. Um, so it's it's bad. Worse than cats. No, you know, cats has a camp factor to it. The prom has a camp factor, but it doesn't work. Right. It's very, it's very interesting. You watch the film, and you're like, "Who is this for?"
2: Because <laughs> no one likes it. Oh, I thought you were talking about like, don't we have? A, is there some royal music thing the called proms. the prom?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I no, not in the promise.
2: Prom.
0: <laughs> like lost no, uh, the That prom. is
2: that is that
1: is such a British misunderstanding. <laughs> that is a <laughs> awesome she goes, translation. Why would you, why was James Corden be at the prom? <laughs> That's That's what it's a very, very, <laughs> very classic it's a classical music thing. Yeah, they'll have <laughs> classical concerts. But the movie, <laughs> the prom, the the musical movie of the prom. Where the two girls can't go to the prom and the school bans them. So a bunch of Broadway folks come and save the day. Wow. It's as interesting as it sounds. It's oh, at, right now it's at the Amundsen. I'm sorry, y'all. We've already hijacked your show. Just take- <laughs> Okay, <our point>. sorry. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking about musical theater. You're right. Move on.
0: I should explain for the three people listening who aren't aware of reality gaze exactly who they are. Um, they are the sun, a which around which are <laughs> tiny little shitty asteroid, which is mainly ice and feces, um, orbits. Um, really, the brightest star in the universe. If if you like reality television podcasts and probably do if you're listening to this then and you haven't listened to him then then you are obviously missing the greatest thing in the world so we thoroughly thoroughly recommend it where can people hear your stuff
1: we are first of all if i didn't want to fuck you before <laughs> now it's <laughs> wow. now it's like how now it's like is is there a universe where i can where we where michelle and i can trade places for a for a little bit um but Michelle's like,
2: mm, we not think about um, that.
1: No, um, uh, Michelle actually said, can I film that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, any time. Wow. He's, uh, he's has her- her- <laughs> Sorry.
0: Michelle has heard you say enough times Poodle doesn't count, that she believes oh. that Poodle doesn't count.
1: Not cheating with it, it's with
3: Poodle, it's cheap, yeah. Poodle.
0: Not you too. can so, hear
3: our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks, so just <laughs> go <laughs> to Reality Gaze and you can hear our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And re- our Instagram is Reality Gaze Podcast, so that's Wonderful. where we are.
0: And you will hear yes. part one of of this um, on, on, our that yes. on our feed. On our feed, and this is part two. Who've we already yeah. done?
1: We've done uh, uh, puck puck puck. We've we done Shiny and Alejandro, Pei and Alejandro. Hey, the and Alejandro. And,
2: and then Victoria and Sean
1: Victoria and Sean
3: <laughs> Victoria or uh, Squid Game the sequel she's going to die <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so if you want that find, find find finally uh, find that on theirs who are we going to do now
1: Sean, Sean and, and Christine, Christine I believe brilliant I just need to say in every season of Nanny day fiancé UK or US or otherwise there is one story where all you can feel is impending doom Yep. <laughs> the whole time. And it kind of creeps up. It starts in your stomach and it just creeps up to your spine. And that's what I feel with this couple. There's Every moment is curated to make us feel absolute doom that is coming. And, and maybe it'll work out well, but no. the, crin- the cringe meter has just been cranking up for every minute and I'm actually physically sick when I watch this
0: segment. <laughs> Fitting in with that, I, I got the feeling, I wasn't sure about him at first, but you know Jimmy, the dentally challenged mate?
1: Yes, yes. Is who needs, who needs lip balm?
0: Who He's needs like a lot the- of
1: lip balm? It drives me nuts.
0: Oof. He's the Greek chorus, isn't he? That's what he <laughs> is. I was genuinely the- thinking well, this. This know. is you a don't
3: tragedy.
1: A lot of money. You know that. <laughs> he is kind of like the blind seer, Tiresias. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He's telling yeah. he's telling him what everybody knows.
3: Well, just you're not going to get yourself out of deep. <laughs> <laughs> he's very it, concerned.
2: This is one of the one of the darkest storylines <laughs> that I think has ever been on the franchise. It's and dark. Actually, it's dark. I'll tell you something interesting about Botley, where where he's from. So to put oh, this yes, into context Botley. for for our American listeners, Botley is near Portsmouth and Southampton. So that that kind of area is sort of like it's similar to New England. You mm-hmm. know, it's sea, it's seaside. Um, it, it's Fish kind wild. of moneyed and quite sensible in some right areas. Yes, yeah, um, and Botley was part was central to Operation Starfish, which uh, is not just a, a movie <laughs> that's that's in Poodle's queue. On, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's Operation. what they call me in college.
3: Operation yeah, Starfish.
2: Operation Starfish was actually a World War Two. secret operation where um, they wanted to make it harder to bomb Portsmouth and Southampton. So they moved all these lights and kind of topiaries and geographic features to Botley so that the German planes would bomb Botley instead of... (laughs) <laughs> which which was going it's still a within Southampton. So that is what Botley is known for.
0: <laughs> Taking wow. on for the team. I
1: wow. I was going to say that wow. it was during World War Two they found a gay guy who would just flip his ass at the and so all the missiles would just like hit this huge gay guy's starfish. So I don't think uh, basically seeking
0: missiles.
3: It's
2: not far. Yeah.
3: So Sean lives in the sacrificial lamb of England. <laughs> yeah. He
2: does. He lives in wow. like <laughs> he he lives in um like a a not nice part of New England in the off season.
1: Like New Haven.
2: <laughs> I said, well, you said Yale? It, not me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or although less or more colloquial, kind of more like you know where um, Evelyn Cormier is from. It's, it's yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, somewhere like that. Yeah, like uh, like very villagey and yeah. kind of yeah. yeah. So it's more akin to that. I live in Claremont, is where
1: I love. <laughs> um, I will say we just we just finished that season, and I I must say. When, when it started – when that season started, we loved to hate her as the villain, and she actually came out the winner, uh, even though I still kind of hate her. But uh, her yeah. – David was so awful and turned out being the the terrible one, uh, and I, I, I wish her all the best. <laughs> I mean, whoa, that guy –
3: I'm. I even saw later, like he didn't even come watch her on American Idol.
1: No, he he's come stayed in watch Claremont. Her
3: wife, when – and I went. He didn't support that career at all. He wanted her to get knocked up and be barefoot oh, yeah. and pregnant, and just suck his mediocre dick.
2: <laughs> I don't think he even went that. I think he's like a prayer closet Christian. Like I think he, yeah, very Lydia. I think he has so Lydia. much shame that I bet. I bet he's a never nude. Like he showers a little.
1: Tobias. <laughs> 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 <In laughs> <never laughs> yeah.
3: So speaking, does he have more shame than Sean or no? Because Sean is just walking. Oh, shame monster. As Brene Brown was, saying, just a walking shame spiral. Just this guy is in so much. This guy is in so much fucking debt. I mean, it,
1: I, I, I blame that horrible mum. Uh, for a lot of it i can just see the shame and the way she they they the way they talk about him uh it's just it's 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 awful something
3: happened to sean when his childhood not to psychoanalyze but like there is some fucking trauma and the way that the way that and, and then the idea that sean also it's also just the gall to say I'm not going to tell her about all this money problem for Christine. I'm going to wait till she gets here after a 14-hour flight from the <laughs> Philippines. <Yeah. laughs> then I'm going to tell her about that I have no money face to face and yeah, it's after just she's
0: torn her family apart.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And it's, it's
0: going
1: to be over. Yeah.
2: It, it's it's going to be over uh, a romantic dinner of uh, nuked lasagna in the dirty dishes that he's hidden in his cupboards, <laughs> yes. which gives me such a
1: bad <laughs> you know anxiety. You know, there's dirty dishes hidden in those cupboards.
0: You're yeah, right. Only he hid the dishes in his cupboard, though. That's what I'm thinking. Like as a single man, I I I back in the day, I know very well how to make a place look clean. You can get away with it for yep. the first night or two. Uh, There is such bullshit in him going, oh, it's too expensive to make it look good. It doesn't cost anything to wash some dishes. There's a box in the kid's room, which is like this cardboard box with an umbrella sticking out of it. I'm like, is that that a supporting cardboard box, like a foundational If Is that low-bearing? Is that (laughs) low-bearing? Is the ceiling going to come down if that umbrella moves? Yeah. (laughs) It
1: it is like, it doesn't cost any money to throw the fucking box away. No, you're, you're, yeah. Well, it's, this doesn't
3: make sense. I, I'm trying to reason this out. Why? So
1: he needs money. I think money. that's your first mistake.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He needs money. He had a job as a manager.
1: Cleaning but manager. He,
3: but he, tells his friend with a he tells his that guy, he tells, basically he says, I had to, I had to step down from being a manager. So why would you step? Because he said it was so stressful. What's stressful about just taking calls from your fiance? You're not taking care of your child. Like, like you, there's nothing. I don't understand how that is so stressful that he can't work. I, I, it makes sense to me. I don't I get it.
0: The, the honest truth is, crushing depression is stressful. And I yeah. just don't. He's oh, not. Wow. He's not well. He's just not. He's well. not well. That's a good point. point? Yeah, and and that's that's what makes me a little bit uncomfortable about it because I think that what he's doing is monstrous. It really is. But he's financial abuse. It it is financial abuse. But he is fucking spiraling, and he's making terrible, terrible decisions. Like I can't cope with this, so I'll get the worst job, and apparently that will make me cope better. That's just going to make things much, much worse. But it's honestly, he's not well.
1: I haven't heard a more cringe-inducing statement. I, I it it washed over me. I watched it last night, and I thought about it this morning, and it was still washing over me. And he told his friend Jimmy, "Money doesn't buy happiness, love does." And I went, "There's so many things wrong with that statement." When you think about it, well, that's not the poodle. That's not the poodle. Anthony Code of Conduct. No, the, so the, the, the I learned from uh, the Olga Poodle saying, "It's not <laughs> money doesn't buy happiness." Uh, the, the wallet that you've stolen from your rich husband does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I wouldn't know no, anything about that. That buys happiness.
1: <laughs> no. Uh, but, but I'm just saying, I'm, ju- I'm just saying, the idea that love buys, think about, he's saying that money doesn't buy happiness, love
0: does. It's just nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you can be madly in love with someone and still be fucking miserable. Because your life is shit (laughs) and everything's gone horribly wrong, Um, I've I've always looked to you, Poodle, for financial advice, and uh, you've spoken many times over the years about the necessity for financial disclosure. And before me and Michelle got married, I was thinking, you know, saying to her, um, "We really should, you know, follow all the instructions that that Poodle has given, and (laughs) I probably need full access to your financial records, and I
1: three credit reports, all of them."
0: Right. I One know of them those the rules you always set down. It turns out in practice, um, even thinking about asking someone for that kind of thing is utterly terrifying. So good in theory, <laughs> good in theory. Well, that, that's
3: usually it, it, most of Jake's advice. It's good in theory and not practical. Robin, it
1: actually should have been in your dating profiles that that was something <laughs> that was brought on the first date. Wow. Yeah. So there's uh, no need, there's no, if you stipulate it first, um, and then remember, this this should have been something. This this is more of a shell thing, but it's possible to do this as a man. Um, remember, when you're on that first date uh, and you haven't really talked about who's going to pay. Remember, go to the bathroom right before <laughs> the check comes, and stay there for a long time if you have to. No, th- and this- if it's if that if that check is still there go back to the bathroom because okay, they'll just pay for it.
3: It's a little bit more. I'm just gonna... Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. This is coming from
3: the person who says, if they don't see it, then it's not cheating and literally tries to cover the
1: ex-husband's eyes when he walks in the door and say, you can't
3: see me here.
1: <laughs> also, an uh, Olga Pudelskaya move, when they give you a phone, your cover's blown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't ever, don't forget that one
0: because like, that uh,
1: means you can contact them. It's
3: like you Patrick, can say say got a new phone. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: So do you yeah, think she's done any, do you think she did any due diligence on Sean at all? Or is she just believing that? Absolutely company? not. No. Oh, I, she's shrewd, right? I can't. I, she seems
1: like it. She seems like it. Yeah, I, I feel like she's, Christine is very desperate.
0: Um,
1: and I think a, the, a, the a desperate person a desperate person makes mistakes quickly. Um, what so? This, what this does
3: well about which I'm glad. I mean, it's sickening to watch, but I'm glad they're having this couple in 90 Day Fiance uh, UK like first season because I'm sure, like in America and UK, there's uh, people in the UK that think. Oh well, these people from the other country just want to live in UK, and they just want to take advantage of and lie and kind of rookie do, as my mama says, uh, rookie do,
1: people, rookie
3: do, you rookie do someone. And no, so you, you rook someone, but you know, I've never heard. Do. That's what I grew up. You rookie do them. That's that's not that's not a turn of phrase. <laughs> it is where I'm from. Okay. I learned it from my friend Lene who lived in a trailer house. <laughs> so anyway, if you if you're going to do but what I love is actually Sean is the one I don't love it, but I like that it's showing that it's actually the the person who lived in lives in the UK is actually the person that is completely frauding the other person yeah. and lying to them and being so uh deceitful. So I mean, we've gotta have those storylines on the show. So but gosh, like Poodle said,
1: it's just sickening to watch. I think the other part of this is that we've talked about this before, especially with people from the way marriage is looked upon in other countries, as far as far as Western idea of marriage. That there, it's like uh, what's her name? Oh God, who's who's on? Uh, Love in Paradise, uh, Danielle to Johan saying, don't Mm. you love me for me? Not my millions, my money. Like you got a teacher's pension, honey. But uh, but that the idea of marriage being Mm. you sometimes like Rose and like Big Ed, Rose never loved Big Ed. Come on. Everyone no. knows that she was thinking this may be the best I can do to get me out of my circumstances, and maybe, maybe we can forge a friendship that will be okay. And later on, we can make a marriage that may not be a love marriage work. Maybe um, so i I think that's what Christine is thinking. Sorry, uh, go ahead, maybe, Robin.
0: maybe I'll be with someone who walks the streets in a backwards sombrero, asking two dollars <laughs> for polaroids with him. But we don't. Oh my like God! Him. Yes.
1: He, no, we don't either. But he did that. He was asking people $2 for Polaroids. Disgusting.
0: It's, and there were no takers.
1: <laughs> no. And there were no.
3: I feel like Sean.
1: He's going to die unloved and
3: penniless. Well, well, that's what you can see in the show is that anyone can feel unlovable anywhere in the world. There's that. And then also, I feel like Sean is that the main problem with Sean. Just especially seeing his house. He's that person that puts their clothes in the washing machine and washes them, but then leaves them in the washing machine for about five days. And then when he dries them, it just smells like damp, wet clothes. So and he I just think, smells like damp, wet clothes all the and time. I, I think people that do that are psychopaths and monsters and should be <laughs> taken to an island. Okay. Tell us how you really because feel. Because it's the worst smell in the world. You know those people that just – they just smell – All the time, I think that's kind of Sean. He's just avoidant. Period, even of laundry
1: clothes.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I buy
0: that. It's just water (laughs) on the clothes at that point, right? Where can the sour smell? No, they they
1: sour though. The just water. It's almost like a moldy, mildewy
3: smell.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's
3: oh, it's my least favorite smell, and I mean, I would
1: oh. Robin, mm-hmm. not all of us had a washer maid to immediately took out <laughs> everything out of our yeah. out of our yeah. uh out of the not all of us had Mrs. Patmore to do that. <laughs> or your or your like trained <laughs> dog that
3: was your nanny. We don't know. Exactly.
0: In our house it doesn't it doesn't make any difference anyway, because we've got a, a, a dog, a little pugilier who even if we're wearing beautifully, freshly laundered clothes. Michelle had this today. She's wearing a lovely jumpsuit. If this was video, you'd all be like, that's a nice outfit. She, within about half an hour of putting it on this morning, she was like, I've got to take this off. Because the dog just ran her anus all over Michelle's clothes. <laughs> and, and
2: She wiped her butt <laughs> on, my, on my jumpsuit. <laughs> you know
0: what? She's got a really fishy butt. Um, oh so. you're most of our laundry smells of fish from the, from the dog's <laughs> <body>. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's how Poodle marks his claim. How else that is he going to do it? it. He, goes at a gay bar. he just goes up to men at Fiesta Cantina and just rubs his ass scent on them. And someone says, Does anyone smell halibut? Yeah, that and a little bit of cornbread. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Robin <Robert> is horrified.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I,
0: and I'm not saying that Chauncey suffers from this in any way. So it's just no, Ardons, no, just Nigel,
2: Nigel Johns, get get the glade again. <laughs> <laughs> but Robin did grow up in like a, a completely different world to me. Like the the childhood stuff. That some of the biggest cultural divides that we have are are literally because, like, if you watch a documentary on england like in the 80s or 90s it really looks like america in 1970 except like a thousand times darker like his his robin's mom didn't have an outdoor indoor toilet
0: wow yeah i mean she did when i was a kid my my grandparents didn't they still had an outhouse
2: your grandparents didn't yeah that's what i that's what i mean like
0: I don't know what my grandpa did. I mean they grew up on a
3: farm in Dickey, North Dakota. So Dickey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> called
1: no, 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 we cannot get into North Dakota
3: names. I'm no, <laughs> not having Dickey. this.
1: I'm putting an embargo on that now.
3: Well, my grandma, she grew up in a covered
1: wagon. I know. I've so heard they the- didn't have a toilet either, so I think grandparents here could not have a toilet. No, that was my great grandparents. Were it was outhouse.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it, it was pretty bleak here until, I mean, lover or hater, and the vast majority of people hate her, Thatcher. But it, it was only. Oh, then that, why are they mentioning my girl Maggie? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, those were the days. (laughs) Those may have been the days, the the history's not been kind. Doesn't look that fondly, but something could change. I loved her hair
2: so much. Oh, Robin, (laughs) just for the ladies, can you please tell your Princess Margaret story?
1: I'm leaning in. The one they call Horseface? No, that's Anne.
2: Princess Margaret was Queen Elizabeth's older sister that they the compared to... Yeah, the hot one. So, and Robin the met her, and this is the cutest.
0: This is... Well, when of, I was a kid, just, I mean, it's not yeah. that good, but she came to my school, and she was going around the oh. class and leaning over all of the kids, you know, oh, what are you doing? I'm drawing a picture of a rainbow. Oh, oh what, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to work out what two times two is, but I don't really know. And she'd go around, and she leaned over my shoulder. Oh, well, what are you doing? And I just turned around and went... None of your business. <laughs> didn't didn't go down well. Didn't go down well. Headmaster was not pleased I have with this me. This one whipped.
1: <laughs> Do they still whip children?
0: It's not as bad as what I did to the Queen. At a much more advanced adult part of my life, I, I Wait, have You reason, met like- the Queen. You you actually met the Queen.
2: <laughs> Please don't tell that story. <laughs>
1: Michelle just says, "Michelle's head is in her hands." It is massively it is,
3: inappropriate. Is
2: not gonna, it's not going to wash. It's very. The next time
3: we're coming to England, we're getting drunk with Robin, yeah. and he's just going to tell us shit.
2: <laughs> he, he can tell the story All then, right. but this is this is offensive to both Americans and and the British. So, we'll... <laughs> my favorite. So next, Robin next is a poodle, and Michelle is a Maddie. <laughs> I don't know. I mean Jake and I Jake and I have the same type, I would say. Yeah.
1: Dirtbag pirates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Robin does have a pirate look to him. He's got a pretty good like scruff beard,
1: yeah. Right. Yeah, if I had my choice. Dirtbag pirates every time. Oof.
2: And Robin has that gorgeous Mediterranean complexion, so you don't really know mm-hmm. like where he's from necessarily. Uh, the podcast is going
0: really well. Does everyone agree? It his could his be from is anywhere. Really We're just objectifying well. Robin. Yeah.
1: Oh man. <laughs> he could be he could be Israeli, North African, yeah. Greek. You don't know. You should just
3: call this podcast three dick pigs and a nice dick. <laughs> <He> <laughs> smells of the
1: Mediterranean though. Still got the salt brine on him. Uh anyway, sorry. We we, we went somewhere. <laughs> Y'all continue your show. Should we get back to uh Christina uh we're four hours earlier with Christina? Yeah, Christina. Yeah.
2: So she's saying goodbye to her um three older children. Uh, they're um, and,
1: old they're they're older teenagers. Like, yes. I really wasn't that sad that she was leaving.
3: I'm like, they're grown. Like
1: yeah,
0: they're fine.
3: I mean like one of your sons has a thigh tattoo. Like he's <laughs> he's fine on his own. Like,
1: when your kids have tats, it's okay to leave.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's her kids are fine. I think it's her parents that she's worried about. And yeah. the most most crucially, she tells them that Sean is going to keep sending money to look after and them. Take care of all ding, of them. Ding, ding, ding. Which Ugh. is, yeah. And Sean tells
0: Jimmy that he's not going to, but he definitely said he would. Definitely. He's said going he would.
1: to. Yeah. He's going to. He, she also says, and I thought this was very poetic My heart is like a crumpled piece of paper. You know, those crumpled pieces of paper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, by which you mean the thing that should be thrown out. Yes. yes.
1: I, I just – I I understand. I just liked it how she was like, you know, those things when you crumple up a pa- piece of paper. Like she had to make sure we knew what it was. That you, and- uh, yeah, that you followed. <laughs> oh, God, I love I, – that's, that's the thing. You, n- none of n- – this is so unpolished. That's why I love it because yeah. – Someone like this is not Jabri's wedding vows. This is not a spoken word slam poetry moment. Mm-mm. This is her just saying the first thing she thought of. My heart, you know the you know like when someone has a piece of copy or paper they don't need and they just throw it away, <laughs> that's what my heart is. That's how my heart feels. And that's wonderfully refreshing. There's no there's no I and I traveled around and I drove a thousand miles for you. None of that. None of that. Just a piece of paper.
2: We still haven't made it through all of the weddings because I keep turning it off because I get watch. really angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, put something else on. It's uh,
3: well, the, just the, so you know, Jabri and Mion, It's not a wedding. It's just a music video shoot. So as long as you tell yourself that, then it all makes sense. Yeah.
1: <sighs> it's it was it was hard. That that one was hard for me. Um, we, we, we enjoyed the, uh, good fella marrying Thais and Patrick, uh, in that Gucci suit, that Gucci track yeah. suit. Yeah, it was,
0: it's it was really something. hard. No, genuinely. Ooh. We can't watch that episode. We have tried a few times and we're like, yeah, we've Ugh.
1: one of the, one of the worst, one of the
3: worst finales in a long time. A lot of people really. be sat on 90 day this season cause it was so, um, not good. At yeah. least at the end, um, it's going to be hard for them to keep people for hay too. Uh,
0: but I will say that uh, these that we're talking about are the only two people I don't want to get married on ninety day UK. The others, eh, it could be all right, but this is this is what you guys call DOA ninety day DOA.
1: It's, it's DOA, and yeah, I I would enjoy. I think they're going. They're probably going to. They uh, they are going to get married. I'm I'm a little scared of what might happen uh, with if Bridie and Host ever live together because they're they're gonna try to nightly kill one another. But also um, then fuck in the morning. Oh, oh God. I would I would watch that sex tape. A hundred
0: percent. He's like oh. what <laughs> Michelle's like, yes. You'd watch Uncle Wissam. That's what you watch. You watch it. <laughs> oh, That's the one you'd I like.
2: love. Uncle Wisdom. <laughs> I love but him. I,
0: I just.
1: I think that they're they're a really compelling couple too. Even though they ha- they're a little they have their own problems, but uh, I think that story is going to be interesting to follow.
0: Yeah, there's no romantic love with Sean. None of that. There's no chemistry. There's nothing there. No, uh, the, zero. It's just just neediness. Just the need to fill the <laughs> just, hollow just void. Which remi-
3: anxiety.
0: Which reminds me of the, yeah. the you know the tiny unpleasant nasty person we were sort of referring to earlier, right? That gets into a relationship yeah. to fill the problem for him. Uh. Not- no, because
3: yeah, anyway. you see Sean on the way to the airport with his mother, and he's standing, and he's already just like this raw nerve about to just explode into s- just a saltwater puddle of tears. I mean,
1: it's just—it's the kind of thing where when I've been in relationships, nothing with nothing with this extreme. But when someone starts exhibiting behavior like this, I get really angry. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Grow the fuck up. And it's like, even, it makes them even more sad. So no, if I... S- poodle, that, that beacon of support. That's Poodle. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me even angrier and I hate them more. Yeah. So that, that's just a little insight in how I work in relationships.
2: Well, that's how our mothers raised us, you and I. Exactly. You, know, you gotta, if you see that limping gazelle, you gotta thin out the herd immediately. <laughs> gotta take them down. We don't have room for weak ones.
1: Darwinism at work.
0: Which leaves us with
2: Richard and Pip <laughs> and, and Kathleen.
3: Hello, <laughs> oh, I'm the little mole right on Richard's head. I'm the big
1: brain. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ri- That's the voice of either the gross, horn, premature horn, or <laughs> the or the twin that's still left over, yeah it's yeah. it is it is it kind of waves at you when you when you see it, but um, it is
3: the brain Richard thinks
1: with, I think, thank yeah. you, Robin, for giving me that name. I will <laughs> treasure it always. <laughs> I like um, it that he has a son named Alfie because of course he does, doesn't everyone have an, either a dog or a son named Alfie <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a particular <laughs> generation. I, I think it's the most popular boy's name in the country. Um, it, there was a phase about 12 years ago when everyone called their son Alfie. I think Alfie Allen got in a little bit ahead of the curve. He's he's a bit too old for that.
1: Yeah, from Game of Thrones, yeah. Um, so what do you guys – I know you guys have different uh, – with Richard, I think you may have similar – we we know he's doing this. We know it's a kind of a, a, a con for the show, and it's all to you know probably to his, to, to, to to advertise his quiz app. Yeah, uh,
0: but we have different um, takes because we we heard you yeah. guys and, and th- you know you I mean you do not like Richard, right? I think he's a pig, um, and i i think I think what he's saying
1: he knows uh, is going to make people hate him. And he's more than happy to be hated. He's okay with it. Um, but I think I, – I don't think he realizes I, – I think, I think he thinks he can talk to the camera like he does with his friends. Right. But he doesn't realize the reality TV culture we have here. I, I think that, that may be what part's missing for him. So
3: I have a difference of – a not a difference, but this episode, I feel like <sighs> – Maybe just because I was seeing him with his son, yeah. it made me he's, uh, he's humanized like, a little bit more. And I actually felt like I watched it and I went, I think this is all an act. I think yep. it's all just like a show. I actually think probably I bet he's a pretty fun person to be around. Like, I I don't know this kind of this episode really kind of. I've sweetened on him a little bit. Me I don't too. know why. I don't know if it was seeing him naked. I don't think that was it. Mm, or maybe no. now that I've <laughs> named the mole Pip because of you, Robin. But for some reason, I kind of am starting to like him more. And um, I don't, yeah. So that's where I am with it.
2: We, yeah. So the place that we started from with Richard, and the caveat being, of course, look, it is not a a good time to be a woman in america i I feel every bit of that with my American sisters, and me not living in that country doesn 't mean that i that i don 't you know completely stand with them and uh, right. i, I shouldn 't say sisters, I should say sisters and fellow holders of ut- uteri uteruses. Uteruses, with, uterati, with all of that, uterati. My fellow uterati, uterati. yeah.
3: Um,
2: I have very little patience for any misogynistic language or anything that even flirts with that. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think that Richard unwittingly got tarred with that brush because of the of the words that were being used in association with him because of the way that his friends were talking about him because of the right. conversations they were having and you know a lot of it is production going and and in in the uk we have uh we have what are called pantos i don't know what the what the if there is an American equivalent, there
1: there isn't. It's but I I'm familiar with a British pantomime. Yeah, that culture. Yeah, so yeah. a
2: British pantomime. If you th- so it's basically like uh, a play that happens at Christmas and sometimes during the summer, and there are types in the pantomime. It's usually like Cinderella or um, what was the one that we saw? The one that we saw was weird, Robin it's usually cinderella or snow snow white is another really popular one puss in boots puss in boots so they're these recognizable fairy tales and the the elements that you have to have are there's like there's like a handsome young hero usually he did like children's television 15 years ago or something there's like uh there's like a little sweetheart who's off a soap opera and then yeah. there's a pantomime um, – there's usually a, a man in drag, a drag performer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nigel Lithgow, the guy who did So You Think and Dance, does them here, but they don't take off.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. sad. But yeah, um, and then – And then there's the villain, right? And when you, and as the audience, when you see the villain, you like go, and you have this huge outsized reaction. And the whole point is that, like, it's all audience participation, these pantos. So you know, you're kind of cued. And so I think this is a little bit like that, where we recognize the panto villain, but really who he is deep down inside is like, he's more of a michael scott like from the office do you know what i mean like that makes sense yeah he's desperate for people to find him funny and he's going to yeah. he's going to adjust that to the audience and particularly mm, right. when you're hosting when you're a quizmaster at a pub that is a really difficult job you have to appeal to the entire audience uh, many of whom are super drunk at a certain point. And, and you need to kind of be able to roll with all different uh, stages of the night. Am I making sense, Robin? No, no. My so t- he's kind of being it. like
1: a ringmaster. He has to be that kind of carnival barker. Yeah. Doing
3: or doing like a uh, doing a live show with Jake. He's just going to get drunker by the end of the show. I'm going to have to deal with that. And so it's just kind of I've got to wear a lot of different hats. Like there's there's going to be someone's husband. He's going to like go off with a I'll pass out and wake up and snort. Yeah. Um, Clean the vomit off of his chin for the next show. That's where I am
0: what it is is like we all listened to a bunch of stand-up or watched a bunch of stand-up 20 years ago that when you look back on it you would go fucking hell the things that we used to laugh about right right and any one of us he's a relic of that he's there are some parts of the country there are some cultures where the message hasn't quite got through that that's not okay but in the same way that you can't necessarily go back and hang a comedian for the material they did back when people thought that was funny, right? Right. Is that fair? I think that's fair. Some of those comedians like Louis C.K., there's other reasons to really hate him besides that. But I wouldn't go back and listen to his old material and just say that because he used, I mean, he used to say fag 15 times a minute, right? And it was vile listening to it now. You go back and you listen to like early Eddie Murphy or something. It's really unpleasant stuff. But Mm -hmm. it was different then. And in the same way we tolerate our grandparents, you know, saying things that are a bit racist and a bit homophobic, we've all moved on. You have to remember where he comes from. No one probably pulled him up on it, and things haven't moved on particularly, but it doesn't mean that he can't grow. And I think what we're going to see in this season is a man start to grow, but where we're really going to see it, is between seasons when he's seen how this plays on television. He's seen yeah, how people definitely. take it. And he's going to go, oh, fuck, I didn't mean to hurt anyone. And I think he will grow the hell up because of it. Yeah. Or cut to six weeks from
3: now, he's going to double down and actually be a raging asshole <laughs> and we'll all go, whoops.
2: Well, that's the thing. He he could disappoint us. But the the other yeah. thing about people who are in a position of – being a and I know quizmaster sounds like a really nerdy thing, but it, it, i 'm trying to i can 't think of anything to compare it to really but it 's like doing stand up constantly and and you also get accustomed to saying things that shock people. Because yeah. it gets their attention and it pulls them out of, you know, whatever they're doing. Like the quiz that they showed. That's really true. Yeah. So I think – and this isn't me justifying the the words that he's used or the language that he uses or any of that. I'm not saying that any of that is acceptable, but I'm saying that that Richard's role – in his professional life and in his personal life, I think the lines blur a little bit and and just it's a exhausting that. way to live, you know? Because you're yeah. on all the time. And oh, I would-
3: his poor ex wife is like, oh thank God he's gonna go see her and I'm done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that poor ex wife Zoe, she's just like
2: I think she's pissed off because like He's decided to. Go- this was the one thing that made me raise an eyebrow. I was like, "Really, you're going to go when your kids got two weeks off of school? That's that's nice." Th- but it that- was a nice. It, it was a nice twist on uh, bringing dirty underwear instead of candy panties <laughs> or you know chocolate <laughs> rose petals. That's true.
1: This is a this is a naughty day first. Where instead of instead of, you, so you bring dirty underwear so she can
0: wash them. What, what is our take on traveling with lube?
1: <laughs> you how need to the- put it in a plastic bag. First of all, when I just saw him throw that lube, doesn't matter how tamper-proof it is, y'all. Lube <laughs> will get all over your shit. I don't yes. care if it's water-based, silicone-based. Travel with couple plastic bags normally i not- prefer the boy butter in the butter case
3: that looks like butter that uh but uh but he it, likes it to solid
1: solid room temperature but they
3: actually make one that's <laughs> like, like in a travel tube it's very convenient because it's not so liquidy it's not an oil so it's not gonna uh it's not gonna get everywhere
1: I I I understand you, but I much prefer a certain type of lube. It is liquid at room temperature. However, you can do a couple of bags. There, there's some with leak-proof um, caps. You it's just need to find smart, the right though. cap. Poodle likes that kind that numbs your butt, so that way he doesn't
3: feel anything. <laughs> so that way it's just like you know they're just putting in like a like a just a, a boat oar, and he's like yeah <laughs> boat
2: oar. <laughs> Listeners, send us your lube recommendations.
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't know why we don't have a lube sponsor yet for our podcast. The it fact that me. we've
1: been talking about lube for years Mears. and we've never had a sponsor. It boggles me. It's a miss. I, I fault our advertisers. You can
3: contact those cake people. That's true. Anyway. I don't know. Sorry, we you are, are, we were we we moved on to lube
1: to um, and I was like something we have to we can we can talk about. Um. So, <laughs> I think I just want to say one thing. The big thing here is that Kath. We find out that Kathleen has failed her her English uh, proficiency.
2: So, as Robin was saying, we we do have a, a UK immigration lawyer who's offered to come on the show and explain uh, what the proficiency test is and what it entails, um, but. What I what I do know is that it's very hard to get an employer to sponsor a visa at the present time in the UK um, so the National Health Service is is one of the more straightforward because they they're looking for nurses and I, I think she said she's a trainee nurse um, Kathleen is so yeah the only thing mm-hmm. that I- think is that maybe there was uh, a written part of the test where um, you know you have to have the right grammar or something like maybe there was some grammatical error maybe it's like
3: a- you needed to know what Portobello Road was, or <laughs> a bar, uh, I don't know, like Portobello g- g- very Road. Very complicated British words like that, or do you mean actual
1: medical
0: terms? Yeah. Do you spell blimey with an I E or an E Y? Yes,
3: yes.
2: Yes. Yeah, we don't. We don't know. Uh,
1: what did you guys think? Uh, the one of the most cringy things I think he said, and I think this could be something that he's going to get feedback about is why not just do the marriage visa and why he wants to do the work visa is because he's like more of a try before you buy. And, and then you go, Oh, but we don't buy people. It's, it's just, and I feel like th- that, that may be something that will be hard, will be hard for him to say why he decided to only do a work visa and not do a spousal visa.
0: It's an, it's an unfortunate turn of phrase, but, It's what the vast majority of people do before they get married. You live with someone. Yeah, that's Um, very true. You know, uh, we all do it. I mean, God forbid any of us should buy before we try in that sense, right? So it's fine. I don't know. That's my. I
1: prefer they pay before. uh, (laughs) Yeah, before that's (laughs) you. You don't, Robin. You don't. You. It's much easier if they pay prepay.
3: In Robin, my
2: experience. I, I would love for you to try being bi personally. <laughs> as long as I can <laughs>
3: uh, I'm here for it.
0: As I said before, we're, we're watching My Money's Seeking on the dresser. We're watching Seeking Sister Wife for a completely different kind of uh, yes. arrangement. Rather be careful,
2: not-
1: you're gonna get a pinky up your arse. Yes. <laughs> so so uh I yeah, that was that was something that I kind of went oof. But I and I think, but I think you're right. Yeah. I think in in a when you're not on the show, it seems perfectly reasonable that you want to live with someone
0: <laughs> before yeah. you get married. Alejandro's parents said you have to do it for ten years. <laughs> so. When they said that,
3: I was like, "This family's fucking. That's some Catholic shit, right there." Yeah, that's, that's
2: bizarre. But the other thing is the. The fiance visa or the relationship visa in the UK is way longer than ninety days. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's even one hundred and eighty days. I'm n- I'm not
1: yep. absolutely certain. Let them roll out the tongue for Discovery Plus one hundred and eighty <laughs> exactly. days. eighty day fiance. Yeah.
0: My theory on that is they didn't have enough characters. <laughs> like they could have gone as far as ninety nine day fiance, but they That's would have they had to. Do the amount of development and stuff they did, the, like, the tech guys came along and went, no. Yeah.
1: no. It's like Y2K when everyone was freaking out. They're like, are the
0: computers going to be able to handle more digits? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: It's also reasonable, too, um, that six months is a reasonable amount of time, whereas
1: U.S. it's not. Yeah. I, I just need to also point out one thing about Richard. Richard dresses kind of like Whoa. that art fag that i dated in college but he yeah. did it ironically
2: there's some velour there's there's some velour and it's
1: <laughs> but that there was there's that a what bandana I, cardigan the bandana cardigan that i objected to was this kind of lesbian art teacher slash bandana that was sewn the three different types of bandanas that exist in the world Mm -hmm. but it was totally something like kind of a a a straight acting by guy that i fucked around with in college would wear and he wore it ironically that guy whose name was joey he (laughs) would wear all of richard's clothes joey bought that at urban outfitters no no this is the thrift store that's a total oh. thrift store buy. Oh, wow. Or, or like Joey was doing for a while, he was only doing found items of clothing. Okay. Um, so, oh, boy. and he, he would only do items of clothing he found in trash. Now Um, you
3: understand why we're doing our show from Poodle's shitty apartment (laughs) because he says he wants to date. I was so into him. Oh my god, his mind loves rich man, but his
1: his ass loves trash. Oh, that's the that is, and just I I love the idea of boy he he lived in like a communal apartment with like eight people, and it was also a combined art studio. Oh my god, he could fuck like crazy, and I was the first guy he's ever been with. Sure, I'm sure he told you that. I was pretty convinced.
2: <laughs> how, how do you ever? How do you follow that? Right? I mean, many have tried. Many,
3: many, many have tried. Usually no. with an antibiotic, a good long <laughs> disease. That's how you follow
2: that. <laughs> but uh, clothing-wise, there's a, and, and you guys probably won't won't know this, but there's there's a, a logic to it that straight men tend to stay in terms of their fashion sense they they tend to stay in the time when they got the most pussy yeah and, right. and stay in that kind of uh makes sense yeah yeah so that's that's how that works so i'm guessing richard was really pulling
0: where weather in the mid-90s yeah 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 yeah
2: That would have been because I think I wore
0: clothes like that in the mid 90s as well. Oh,
2: I've seen them, they're hanging in our closet,
0: right? (laughs) Along with the mesh jackets. But think of like that, think of like the grunge kind of scene and stuff, and the cardigans that Kirk Cobain wore. And I go, look, I'm not saying Rich is cool, but I'm just saying people wore those clothes in the 90s.
3: Oh, yeah. Definitely no. He's not cool because he's still wearing them in 2022.
0: That's the thing. But it's just like the sense of humor. No one has told him you shouldn't do that anymore.
1: That's it.
3: All is, it, is. it almost
0: is. He's a very. It's a very insular
3: place where well, he no. is. Well, Who's telling him it's going? Where's my
1: favorite cardigan? I like, please, <laughs> man.
2: Please, it's Pip, your fashion advisor. That's fabulous. <laughs> this is very specific, but. Uh, have either of you been to Westchester, Pennsylvania?
1: I have. Or yeah. a place-
2: okay. So, so Preston is a little bit like Westchester, Pennsylvania. It's like big city adjacent, but it's not yeah. quite as sophisticated. Like it's a West very Westchester is nice- a, good, a good example. Yeah. yeah. Like it's very nice. It's very pretty. Like for a, again, for a post-industrial northwestern city in england it's it's a good quality of life it's got a little bit of artsy stuff yeah. but it's way behind and there's still bucks county
1: yeah yeah i, yep, I, I yep, worked yep. At, i worked at bucks <laughs> county and the, the motto of westchester we always say is we're trying <laughs> 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 wow we're gonna have some people from westchester like I, most, most of the time when we come for places people are like yeah y'all are right uh, but the places where people push back have been parts of Ohio and parts of Florida, and I'm like, you have oh, yeah. no way to talk. Just be quiet. Most of Pennsylvania people people say, yeah, it's awful.
2: <laughs> as, as Rob Delaney famously said, um the UK is basically Florida with terrible weather, and I don't disagree.
1: <laughs> wow. Any 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 more thoughts about Richard and and
0: Kathleen? I want to get your full thoughts on the on the nudist naturist. Oh, naturalist, naturalist, no, naturist. I, well, again, we did this on our pod. Um, you mustn't confuse naturist and naturalist. A naturalist is someone like David Attenborough, right? Who enjoys nature and the environment. Jane Goodall, yeah. yeah. A naturist is someone who, and again, to repeat the gags that we've said, it's a libertarian kind of thing. Instead of the right to bear arms, it's the right to bear arms and butts and everything else, right? Oh, very good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very good. I have a – and this is – I'm not the first person coining this. Most of the people who are nudist are exactly the kind of people who should not be Uh, showing so much. Uh, they're, they're never like hot, perfect bodies. It's always, there's lumpy, there's... I,
3: I enjoyed the guy, the older guy with nipple rings. I yes liked
1: that. I thought that was a good touch. And I'm like, float, I'm like, do what you want to, but it's, people always think that nudity is, or nudism is going to be hot. No. And it's never, It's it can be freeing. It's rarely hot. Unless it's like hot, like I'm temperature hot.
3: No. I don't have a problem with it. At all, to be honest, like if someone pays me enough, I wouldn't do it with Jake because I don't want to see Jake naked. But if it was just me in a stand, like they wanted to do stand up and they paid me enough, I'd do it naked. I don't care. You just have to pay me. If everybody else is naked, who gives a shit?
0: Yeah, you'll be in the production of hair, right?
1: Yeah, if you pay yeah. me, sure. I I do it. I do it for a lot of money. I think. I think I would. My thing with it, it seems like. When you add naked to something, some things benefit from that more than others. I think naked pub trivia to me doesn't gel as well as other things. Agreed. But again, but-
0: I, again and this is a particularly British thing. So this is a quirk, totally a, a richer quirk, because in the late 90s, early 2000s, we had some shows on cable TV, which was um, topless weather. Yeah. There will be right, and there was topless darts. You have that naked show where they look at the guys' dicks to see if they want to date them. I yeah. think that's is that is that a UK show? Yeah, yeah. that is a
2: yeah.
0: UK oh. show. Yep. Keith, uh, one of our famous old presenters, Keith Chegwin, did a, a, a game show where he ran around doing it naked. It, this is John Inman stuff. This is Are You Being Served? Camp British stuff. It's 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 that harmless nudity which is just oh matron carry on kind of thing yeah that it's makes sense not, it's not
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yes. Anyhow. laughs> no i think that's a really good point though because this it is a very specific british thing like they they do the topless things well i mean would y'all yeah.
3: do a naked podcast if someone paid you enough to do it
2: definitely. You're
3: married, so you've seen each other nude, so who
0: cares? We do all our podcasts naked. We do all
2: You're of naked our You're naked right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, we d- Oh lord. definitely have it's really interesting that the UK to my knowledge, I'm sure there are some sections of some beaches that are that are nude, but in Europe oh, right. all of the beaches are um topless, right? Topless, yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's normal, uh, um, and most and uh, poodle will corroborate this for sure. German people do not wear <laughs> oh, sw- <boy>. swimsuits.
0: <laughs> they do not.
2: They do that not. That is true. To, d- d-
0: to the degree they do wear them, they are so small they may no, have They among uh, in the world
1: for some reason Germany has decided we're going to mortify you. Yeah. With whatever we have. I'm all for
2: it.
0: Any country where you have a first name helmet, it stands to reason.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not talking about... I mean, like, a public swimming pool. Adults go completely naked, like hotels, anywhere. I
3: think this is good. I think this is what <laughs> we need to do in life because... As I said on the podcast the other day, if you don't see old people, you have no idea what your body's going to look like when you're naked. And suddenly you wake up and you're 50 and you're like, what happened to my ass? And it is hard to take. I think it's let's share this. Then people
1: know. I, I agree with you, but I, I'm, I'm just saying the thing about nudism and nudity is people always think it's going to be hot. That's, and I, I said, that's, that's, that's that, but, but I'm saying you're, you're saying it's not, but I'm saying the, that's the predominant cultural idea. Like, Ooh, it's going to, we're going to go a nude beach.
3: Everyone's going to be hot. Is yeah. that a predominant American idea? Not a, a European idea. It's not a European idea. It's not a European yeah, no. thing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you're saying that, but I'm, I'm not, I, I don't think it's a hot thing. I just think it should be normalized.
0: Now there is another theory as to why this might've been a nude pub quiz. And it's that pub quizzes have been kind of um, you're, you're familiar with the idea of pub quizzes, right?
2: Trivia night,
1: <laughs> yeah. They're a little bit. They're still. We still do trivia, yeah. but it's not as popular as it was like ten years right.
0: ago. Um, like I say, most parts of this country, you, you go 100 miles, you go about 10 years. Um, not, but actually, pub quizzes are still a huge thing all around the country. It's, it's just what people do on a Thursday night. So, yeah. Um, they have been slightly kind of decimated by the advent of the internet and mobile devices, um, mm. because it's really easy to cheat, right? Um, right. But, yeah. Like once upon a time, you'd have like in a pub quiz, you'd have the music round, and they play like five seconds of a song, and you had to identify it or something. Well, Shazam or whatever app you use is going to tell you that now, right? Right. I suspect the good thing about a nude quiz. Nowhere to hide that phone. <sighs> that's true. Wow, oh, that's good. Oh my God. And that would be a good theory were it not for the fact that Richard's app relies (laughs) on you using a phone. That's true. I mean,
3: Angela does hide her phone in her tits, so she could still cheat. (laughs) True. Michael, give me my phone, Michael. I'm cheating.
0: It's a British reference, but it's like the TARDIS. You all seen Doctor Who? The TARDIS, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It's it's a lot bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. It's pretty big on the outside.
1: (laughs) Wow. Oh Lord, with that, Oh
2: yeah. Kathleen, Is there anything
3: left on the table, or did we get it all?
2: I think we. I think we got most things. I mean, Kathleen. So Kathleen was was jealous. She was upset by that. She didn't want yes other people seeing him naked. She wants him to keep that private. Um, her, I will say yeah. also that um, strip club culture. Because, and I only mention this because Richard talked about, you know, a typical going to a strip club. He did. Night is going to a strip club. Strip club culture here is, um, I would say, a good deal more depressing than it is in America. <laughs> oh. <Not laughs> and that's not a comment on. I mean, look, everybody earn money however you want to, however you can. It's a that is uh You know, the strength of these women, the physical strength, the prowess. I'm just saying uh, in the north of England and certainly in Scotland, you can walk into a pub and pay a pound uh, to watch someone strip. Yeah, it's very dark, very dark. There's no entrance Uh, entrance fee, but
0: every performer that comes on. Um, a, a a small kind of usually hunchbacked strange gnarly man will walk around with a pint glass <laughs> and uh and, and you're expected to put a <laughs> pound in for every performer so essentially
1: governor it's, like,
0: um, <laughs> it's like mandated tipping if that makes sense wow um, and I've been dragged really to these places depressing. by bosses I've had in the past, and yeah those places are bleak really.
3: <laughs> Sounds like a piano cat seventy seven after one a.m. Show. Put your money in
1: the glass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. So, and she's up there just like.
2: Neh, neh, neh. Yeah, it's not. And all yeah. the all, let's face it, all the good ones left uh, either during Brexit or COVID. So. Well, I feel like this things. whole
3: thing it was just honestly a little scripted. That Richard was going to go over there anyway. Oh
2: yeah, to the get go.
3: Yeah. I felt like it was all a lead up, and now he's going to go over there. His, her family's going to think he's a sex tourist, which he might be. Like who knows? And I don't know. Hopefully, it's funny having Richard in her neck of the woods. Yeah. Hopefully, it's just not offensive. I don't know. Yeah, it could we'll go see. either way at this
0: point. We'll it see. Totally- yep. Having said that, I thought she took it all quite graciously and she wasn't like Angela. She did. Can you imagine, yeah. though, if it was Michael who did that?
1: Oh, oh. you know? Land her the fucking free. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was kind of like, You're an asshole. Don't fucking do that again.
3: And yeah. she is usually, yeah.
0: That's a pretty good way for a relationship to go. He was nice. He was like, You tried your best.
3: <laughs> Angela would not have said that. No, no. Angela would have be been like, Michael, I gave you that quiz from Breitbart.
2: quit playing on my phone playing on my phone (laughs) playing on my phone oh man but yeah I and actually their relationship doesn't worry me at all and I I've said this on in previous episodes of, of our podcast and I'll say it here these shows are really about relationships look at how the people in the relationships treat each other that tells mm-hmm. you a lot more than you know whether someone says they want this person to pick their socks up or n- or not. Kathleen has called him on his bullshit this is not a subservient mm-hmm.
3: dynamic
2: in the least and I think he prefers it that way I think he needs someone I think so too who's going to yep. keep him in line that's a good point. And will pull no punches. So that's not, you know, I don't worry about them.
1: Yeah, not. it's not It's not a Sean and it's not Sean and no. Christine. No, no. he no. wants
3: to marry a, quote, nice girl, but I think he means a girl, a woman who will bust his balls.
2: Yeah. Yep. I agree. That's exactly right.
3: Probably literally figured because he does seem like one of those guys who likes ball vice kind of freaky dinky <laughs> shit. Yeah, well, he likes lady
0: like- boys. Do, so he did there's say interesting that. interesting stuff going on. There's interesting stuff going on. Wow.
3: I think on that note, um, I need to go vomit
0: promptly. Can we all say together, that's the show?
3: That's That's the show! show. show. (laughs) That probably didn't work technologically at all. It's just going to
0: be... (laughs) Once again, um, we stand on... uh, We are the awful little trolls squatting... On the shoulders oh, of wow. these giants, so they know how to close Hopefully, out a show. No, we my have- creamy,
1: creamy shoulders.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. The creamy shoulders. Oh, boy. We have no hmm. idea how to close out a show. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out in time.
2: Oh, can um, I suggest a song? Kiss the day goodbye <laughs> <laughs> and morning. step on my balls tomorrow. <laughs>
1: There's a Denny's can we go <laughs>
2: Can't forget Take it, Robin,
1: what I did for nudity <laughs> <laughs> Wee
3: wee, 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 wee. <laughs> And if Robin started seeing, then we would have known he is actually bisexual, yeah. like you wanted, Michelle, but he right. didn't. <laughs>
0: no, I, I have no musical theater knowledge whatsoever. Um, thank you, guys, for having us on your wonderful show. Thank you for being on our wonderful show. Of
1: course. Uh, it's an
0: honor. Uh, Reality Gaze for part one. Uh, we will all be back. They will be back with all the other wonderful shows they do. Uh, we'll be back with just this one, but we'll do other ones in the future, right, Guy?
2: Guy? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Guy? Yes, I didn't
3: know guy with Michelle or, or I didn't know if you were calling me your guy. I'm like, is that you know what? my pet
2: name? I know. Like,
3: <laughs> Robin's calling me now guy. Oh, wow. My butt. Just tickled. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow.
0: All right. Close it up. My love.
2: Uh, thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Blighty day. Email us your thoughts and please rate and review us on apple podcasts it helps other people find the show um and as our as my nine-year-old step 10-year-old excuse me stepson alfie would say (laughs) see you soon